From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Yes, it certainly is time for the news. I'm Graham VK4, double B VK4, Baker Baker. In the news, we'll be joined by Jason VK2LAW, Felix VK4FUQ, Dennis VK4Alpha Echo, Cole VK3GTV, Alec VK2APC, John VK4FJRK, Paul WD9GCO, Ed VK2JI, and right now WIA Director Phil VK2CPR. Good day all, I'm Phil VK2CPR. Here is this week's board notes. Pencil in the virtual WIA AGM for the 7th of May. This is our third virtual AGM and hopefully the last virtual AGM because uh, we all miss the fellowship and, and the dinner of days past. This year we thank the University of Hobart for supplying and streaming technology and a lovely venue. The WIA is participating in the International Amateur Radio Unions, the IARU's 10-year strategic plan. Eight teams are initiated each one with the task to develop further and implement one strategic objective. The eight teams together form the program called Shaping the Future. Broadly, the eight teams deal with the amateur radio culture, relevance, innovation, capability and contribution. Talking about innovation and relevance, the little binar microsats 2 to 7 are in a pipeline with uh, 2 and 3 to be launched from the International Space Station later this year. The satellites are constructed and coded by students of Curtin University. The ACMA allocate their call signs and the International Amateur Radio Union allocate the frequencies and the WIA board consider their use in the amateur radio bands. The board have agreed to in principle pending approval from our satellite advisors. The binar project URI may be found in the written version of this report. We encourage you to be involved in the ACMA's draft five-year spectrum outlook from 2022 to 2027 consultation, particularly page 64, which is of most interest to amateurs. This section includes the ACMA finalising options regarding high-power amateur operation, uh, the proposed licensing options for assigned amateur beacons and repeaters, and non-assigned amateur and outpost licensing arrangements. The link to the ACMA consultation is on the WIA website. As an aside, like most amateurs, I get excited by anything new, particularly rigs, antennas and microphones. And I'm using a Shaw 55SH Series 2. It's a classic Art Deco mic from the 50s. There's a picture on the news section of the website where you can download the current and many past news broadcasts. It was good fun introducing the Elvis mic to USB and uh, the various rigs in the shack. Also looks very nice too. Until next time, I'm Phil, VK2CPR. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. In news from Region 1, Russia and Belarus suspended from SEPT membership. On March 17, the European Conference of Postal and Telecommunications, SEPT, announced the indefinite suspension of Russia and Belarus following the invasion of Ukraine. The SEPT announcement said in part, based on a request from a number of SEPT members, the SEPT presidency carried out a written procedure in accordance with the SEPT arrangement on the proposal to suspend indefinitely with immediate effect the memberships of the Russian Federation and Belarus in the SEPT. 34 responses were received to the SEPT assembly letter in support of the proposal with one abstention. Alexander Alper in IT News writes, 
Ukraine's two leading suppliers of neon, which produce about half the world's supply of the key ingredient for making chips, have halted their operations, as Moscow has sharpened its attack on the country, threatening to raise prices and aggravate the semiconductor shortage. Some 45 to 54 percent of the world's semiconductor grade neon, critical for the lasers used to make chips, comes from two Ukrainian companies, Ingas and Cryowen. The shortage casts a cloud over the worldwide output of chips already in short supply after the coronavirus pandemic drove up demand for cell phones, laptops and new cars, forcing some firms to scale back production. Meanwhile, above Ukraine, BBC News reports that Russian cosmonauts have arrived at the International Space Station wearing Ukrainian colours in what may be a statement opposing the invasion. The three men were the first new arrivals since Russia attacked its eastern neighbour last month and arrived after a three-hour flight which blasted off from a Russian-owned facility in Kazakhstan. Congratulations on the successful docking, a voice from Russia's mission control said moments later. A few hours later, two sets of hatches were opened and the three smiling men floated into the space station one by one wearing bright yellow suits with blue accents. The standard-issue Russian uniform is plain blue, and at least one of the men was seen wearing this before takeoff. The moment was live-streamed by both NASA and the Russian agency Roscosmos. The Rugby Clock A scheduled annual maintenance shutdown of the United Kingdom's MSF service to allow safe working on the masts and antennas will take place on Monday the 4th of April to Thursday the 21st of April 2022. The service will be off-air from 0700 to 1700 UTC each day. However, transmission will be restored overnight whenever possible. The time from NPL is a radio signal broadcast from Cumbria, which serves as the United Kingdom's national time reference. The time signal is derived from three atomic clocks installed at the transmitter site and is based on time standards maintained by the UK's National Physical Laboratory in Teddington. The signal, also known as the MSF signal and formerly the rugby clock, is broadcast at a highly accurate frequency of 60 kHz and can be received throughout the UK and in much of northern and western Europe. The signal's carrier frequency is maintained at 60 kHz to within two parts in a trillion. In news from Region 2, the Arecibo Observatory, former home of the iconic radio telescope, is opening its doors to visitors once more, according to a report in AR Newsline. The powerful radio telescope in Puerto Rico is long gone following a collapse in 2020, but its visitor centre and observation deck are back in business. Guests making reservations in advance are able to see what's left of the reflective dish that helped researchers win a Nobel Prize in physics in 1993. There's also a tribute to the iconic radio telescope itself. An outdoor exhibit features artefacts recovered from the telescope and its platform. And in news from Region 3, New Zealand, conference update, new date and location. The original venue, James Cook Grand Chancellor Wellington, advised NZART headquarters they can no longer host due to COVID-related events. In light of this, NZART Council agreed to change the date and venue as there was no alternative. The new date of the conference is now the 10th and 11th of September 2022 at the Brentwood Hotel in Wellington. NZART AGM commencement at 10.30am, Saturday, September 10th, 
in the Brentwood. For VK1WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, Qantas Wires 2022. CQ Amateur Radio Magazine is following examples set by RSGB and will not accept competitive entries in any of its sponsored contests by amateur radio stations in Russia, Belarus, or the separatist Donbass region of Ukraine. The CQ Amateur Radio Magazine statement reads, In light of the invasion of Ukraine by Russia and Belarus, it will not accept competitive entries in any of its sponsored contests by amateur radio stations in Russia, Belarus or the separatist Donbass region of Ukraine. Unofficial D1 prefix. Logs submitted by these stations will be accepted only as check logs. In addition, contacts with these stations by other participants will have zero point value and will not count as multipliers. This is in line with the similar action taken by the RSGB of Great Britain following the lead of other international sports federations around the world. Harry Angel Memorial 80-minute sprint, Saturday 7th of May 2022. 10 hours UTC to 11.46 UTC. The Don Edwards Memorial Slow Horse Contest, two days, starting May 14, 1800 hours, concluding May 15, 1600 hours. Saturday evening, 14 May, between 6pm and 9pm Eastern Standard Time, on 80 metres. Sunday afternoon, 15 May, between 1pm and 4pm, Eastern Standard Time on 40 metres. International CQ Pride Contest June 4 to 6. New Worldwide Digital Contest also June 4 to 6. VK Shires Contest 11 June 2022. WIA VHF UHF Field Days Winter 2022. 0200 hours UTC Saturday 25 June through 0159 UTC Sunday 26 June. Now Dennis VK 4AE Contest Manager for last weekend's Don Moyle Field Day. Logs have been arriving steadily and those that have already been received seem to be not as many as the number received at this point after the contest last year. The mixture is 50% home stations. The logs do not appear to have met with any delivery difficulties this year and the direct email address seems to be working well. It is highly recommended that once you have submitted your log, you should check a bit later that your call sign has been added to the list of logs received. If your call is not on the list, then it might not have been received. A couple of logs have been submitted as a PDF, which is just a picture, and contains no more useful information to the contest than a picture of a flower, as the data is not accessible electronically and hence unusable to me. In the same way, a couple of logs were submitted using a Cabrillo format that does not contain all the information required by the John Moyle and requires much extra work by the contest manager to try and fix these logs. Some club stations were operating during the contest that have not yet provided a log. Perhaps in your club you have to rely on Mr Somebody to get the job done. Get in touch and give him a hand and to get the job finished and submitted. Have you considered perhaps getting a senior secondary student to complete the log for you? Maybe you might inspire an interest in ham radio. It's timely to remind you that while there is not a lot of time left to submit the log, it will pass quickly as the final date is 8th of April 2022. This is required by the very long lead times now for the AR magazine. Following this date, all the logs will be processed and the results prepared and made available soon after. The results will be shown on the contest page on the WIA as soon as they are ready. 
So check your log is on the list. Resend the log if it isn't. Thanks, Dennis. And it might also be a good idea to submit your log now as you never know what can happen to delay you in the next few days. DX window. Listen for D60AB until the 29th of March from the Comoros Islands, AF007. Also participating in this weekend's CQ Worldwide WPX SSB contest. 160 to 6 metres using CW, SSB and the digital modes. QSLVARA's home call sign direct, K6ZO. PJ4 Bonaire. John, KK9A will once again be active as PJ4 stroke KK9A from the radio house on Bonaire until this Wednesday, March 30, on 160 to 10 metres using CW and SSB. On the air will be TM8C from the island of Briat between the 23rd and 30th of April on 40, 30 and 20 metres using CW, SSB and FT8. A year-long special event began in Hungary on March 15 using the call sign HG200PS. Hems are marking the 200th birthday of Sandor Pedofri, a revolutionary and celebrated poet. The station will be on the air until March 15, 2023. Be listening on all bands for operators using CW, SSB and FT8. QSL via HI8RD, Clublog or LOTW. 9H6 Malta. 9H6 CAP will commemorate the 80th anniversary of the destruction of the Capuchin Monastery and the Church on an Easter Saturday bomb attack April 4 and 5, 1942. In Floriana, Malta, between April 1 and June 30. QSL via 9H1 CJ direct only. Friends, PC2F will be active as PFO1 Max until the 20th of November. Over the 22 Grand Prix weekends of this year's FIA Formula 1 World Championship, for PFO1 Max, you QSL via PC2F either direct, via the Bureau, Lower Book of the World, or EQSL. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in England. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello, thanks for joining me. First up, it's Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. For one week in April, the Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program is urging hams throughout the Americas to participate in its Parks in the Americas Week between April 3rd and April 10th. Operation qualifies hams for recognition in the International Awards Program of the WWFF and it makes each chosen natural setting a winner too. Activation with the portable station calls attention to these nature preservation areas which are listed on the WWFF website. The names of all qualifying natural areas can be obtained by contacting the National WWFF Coordinator in each country. Worldwide Special Interest Groups ATV CAMSATS CAS-10 is an ATU CubeSat. A follow-on mission from CAS-9, also known as HOPE-4, XW-4, CAS-10 is an ATU CubeSat, approximately 228 by 455 by 100 millimetres, with a mass of 12 kilograms. Included in its payload, the satellite will carry a camera, and the pictures it takes are stored in the flash memory on the satellite. They have designed a simple remote control system based on DTMF, and amateur radio enthusiasts around the globe will be able to send DTMF commands to download the camera photos. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Ballooning. 
KNIA, an AM news station in the USA, is reporting how the Palo Christian Grade School 8th grade science classes launched an amateur radio GPS tracker on a scientific balloon on November 2nd last year with the help of their local Palo Amateur Radio Club. The students were able to track their balloon on their computers and smartphones as it travelled around the world in the jet stream. Their balloon flew for 130 days and travelled around the world over nine times and reached speeds of 177 miles per hour, finally coming down in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean just a week or so back. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Amateur radio payload for the Chinese Tiangong Space Station. The IARU Satellite Frequency Coordination Panel reports an application has been submitted for an amateur radio payload to be hosted on the Tiangong Space Station. The coordination request says CSARC is the amateur radio payload for Chinese Space Station proposed by Chinese Radio Amateurs Club, Aerospace Systems Engineering Research Institute of Shanghai and Harbin Institute of Technology. The payload will provide resources for radio amateurs worldwide to make contacts with onboard astronauts or communicate with each other. It will also inspire students to pursue interests and careers in science, technology, engineering and math and to encourage more people to get interested in amateur radio. A launch is planned from Wenchang in quarter three of 2022 to the Chinese space station. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Military, News from the Anzac Front. Radio amateurs remember AM and CW on Anzac Day, the 25th of April, 2022. The traditional AM and CW event organised by Mike Banjo-Patterson, VK4MIK, and the Tablelands Radio Group of Far North Queensland will again take to the air, making 2022 their 10th year. It honours those modes used by service personnel in earlier wars. The concept developed by the Tableland Radio Group in Far North Queensland basically asks us to consider changing modes on Anzac Day nets as an honour and amateur radio salute to those who served or are currently serving. The annual event involves ex-military sites and related museums, plus many stations will also be operating and switching to the old modes during the day. Northern AM operations will centre around 7125 kHz. Still on the military theme, but this time a request for information assistance. Phil Mickelson is a writer and is looking to learn about radio operators during World War II in the Pacific. Things like how operators would actually operate the 1000ZC1 Mark I radio, the power needed, the challenges of that set, and operating from a harsh Pacific Island condition. They also use the Playfair cipher to pass on messages to headquarters. If you can help, please contact Chris at his email address shown in this week's text edition of WIA National News. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, QRP and Weak Signal Communication. JARL will operate several special event stations for QRP Day from April through to June 2022. QRP Day is always June 17. In Japan, Q cannot be used for a call sign suffix, so call signs will be 8J, then call area number, followed by VLP, representing very low power of 5 watts. IARUHF Championship JARL will operate 8N, call sign area numeral, HQ, during and possibly before and after the contest. The operators look forward to having QSOs with as many stations as possible, including HQ stations of other IARU member societies. The IARU HF Championship, as you would have heard from Felix, VK4FQQ, over the year, is the second full weekend of July, beginning 1200 UTC Saturday, 
and ending 11.59 UTC Sunday, i.e. July 9th to 10th, 2022. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Yota, Youth on the Air. With that report, it's over to Alec, VK2APC. Thank you, Cole. In one U.S. school, lessons on electronics theory and the electromagnetic spectrum have graduated to a level way beyond theory. Tuesday night, in a high school biology room, members of the Columbiana Clippers Amateur Radio Club, K8LPS, can be found calling CQ. Not only are they logging contacts, they're gaining a deeper understanding of the lessons about the electromagnetic spectrum. Also, ham radio is providing geography lessons since the students always look up any DX contact they've worked for the first time. The other map provided is teaching the geography of electronics, how to read circuits, and interpret schematics. Some students, however, are finding a roadmap for life. Katie Campbell, KE8LQR, said becoming a ham has helped her with leadership skills, giving presentations, mathematics ability, and communications. She said, and I quote, Amateur radio in general has helped me in every aspect of my life. End quote. For VK1 WIA National News, I am Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Cole. Thanks, Alec. Now on to Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio, 360 kilohertz. The role of radio amateurs in assisting in the rescue of firefighters buried in a cave near Altonopolis was recognised in a civil defence ceremony, during which the Resilient Municipality Certificate was awarded to cities that stood out in the way they manage risk and disaster reduction, as well as the presentation of a symbolic key by the State Governor to the Secretary of Civil Defence representing the 100 vehicles destined to municipal civil defences. The National Coordinator of RENER, Hilton Libanori, PY2BBQ, was invited to perform the medal presentation. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, VHF and above. 134 GHz World Record, Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. At 14.23 UTC, between Michael, DB6NT, and Matthias, DK5NJ. DB6NT, located on the Fichtelberg, 1,210 metres ASL near Klingenthal, JO60LK43LC, and DK5NJ on the Schiephoff, 977 metres ASL near Galeberg, JO50JP19QU, at a world record distance of 157 kilometres. Our congratulations to you both. Now you're up to date with the latest special interest group news. I'll catch you next week with more. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. Available on RF and on demand 24-7 from the wia.org.au website. I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK, and this is Rewind. Rewind. What does 73 mean in ham radio? Well, the phrase 73 or 73 is often uttered at the end of a ham radio conversation. And if you're a new user, you'll immediately be baffled by its meaning. Seasoned operators of ham radio, however, are aware of ham radio 73 meaning, as well as other codes as well. In our ham radio jargon, 73 means best regards, or see you later, or uru, lots of other farewells. But where did it come from? What's its origin? Traditionally, users of amateur radio and similar forms of communication 
do not have the luxury of time. They make the most out of every second that they're on the air, hence they must use shorthand codes, and one of them is 73. This, of course, is becoming less so, but 73 will remain. The Ham Radio 73 code is from the Phillips Code, which is a string of numeric messages that were created for cutting the transmission time during radio communication. One of the earliest documents that shows the meaning of the 73 code is the National Telegraphic Review Operator's Guide. It was released in 1857, which was meant to create a standard guide on how radio operators communicate right around the world. In 1857, however, the meaning of 73 was not best regards. During that time, 73 meant my love to you. It's a literal expression of the love of one person for another over the radio. It may seem flowery, but it was a standard code used by telegraph operators to show how they wish the other person well. Meanwhile, in the 92 code published in 1859, 73's meaning changed slightly. It was similar to the first list released in 1857. It was created by Western Union and had numbers up to 92 with different meanings. In such code, 73 meant all my love. This also means accepting my compliments, showing appreciation of the person you're talking to. From 1859 to 1900, Code 73 in ham radio parlance continued to evolve. According to the Telegraph Instructor by Dodge, it meant compliments. Meanwhile, if you look at the 20th Century Manual of Railway and Commercial Telegraphy, you'll see that 73 meant my compliments to you, or just plain compliments. In the early 1900s, the first publication of Theodore A. Edison's Telegraphy Self-Taught defined Code 73 as compliments. Meanwhile, the Dodge Manual's 1902 edition is the first document to note that 73 means best regards, which model most ham radio operators are following now. So there you have it. Clear as mud. And so from me, John Knox, VK4FJRK, I bid you 73 hooroo. Final, final. A Morse code message, accordion to him. Last up, we offer you a serenade that's also a CW serenade. Morse code enthusiasts have often likened the pattern of all those dits and dars to music. Now, one ham in the USA has taken things one step further. Paul Braun, W9GCO, hits the final high notes this week with this story. Paul Castengay, KC1LBL, is a ham who not only composes messages when he's on the air, he can also compose a little music when he's off the air. It's basic music with these basic lyrics, quote, CQ, QRP, unquote. To get that message sent, he uses a special kind of keyer. It's not a bug, an iambic paddle, or a cootie. Well, actually, it's not a keyer at all. It's an accordion. Paul performs his one-minute song on the accordion to an appreciative audience of YouTube viewers. Fear not, music lovers. Even if you are completely CW-challenged or simply very QRS, this performance comes with its own automatic decoder. It has subtitles. You can watch his YouTube performance by using the link found in the text version of this week's newscast. He's not expecting any QSL cards. Just applause. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Paul Brown, WD9GCO. VK1WIA. On the social scene, VK4 Redfest, Saturday, April 9, St. Michael's College, Caboolture. VK5, the South Coast Amateur Radio Club's Buy and Sell, Sunday, April 24. 
VK2 Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's annual field day, June 11 and 12. VK2 Mayhem at Wyong Racecourse, May 1. Back to VK5, it's the Australian Fox Hunting Championship and the Surg Convention. Mount Gambier, the Queen's Birthday Long Weekend in June. And next year, the WIA AGM, the virtual event, happens right across VK on May 7. Now, I mentioned Mayhem and I mentioned Oxley. The Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club, their annual field day, happening June 11 and 12, will be held at the Warhope Showground during the VK2 Queen's Birthday Long Weekend. There will be all the usual field day activities, including fox hunting, a homebrew display, then the big one, the field day dinner at the Port Golf Club Saturday night. The Warhope Showground permit camping, so it would be possible to stay or set up your own site in your own motorhome, caravan or even a tent with power and amenities. But you must book ahead with the showground caretaker. That's the annual field day, which happens across two days, June 11 and 12. The other new one I've mentioned, Mayhem at the Wyong Racecourse. Happens at 8.30am May 1. The CCARC has been operating an annual amateur radio field day for over 60 years. Hosted at Wyong Racecourse in New South Wales, entry of Mayhem opens at 8.30am on May 1st for the general public to enjoy commercial traders, exhibitors, lectures and car boot sales. There's something for everyone. Examinations will be held for both Australian and US amateur radio qualifications. As always, there's a bumper raffle with tickets costing $5 each and to beat the rush, you can even buy them online in advance via the website. In the Fox Hunt, an MMDVM hotspot will be the prize. Raffle terms and conditions and much more information can be found at mayham.org.au. The CCARC look forward to seeing you at Wyong. For the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club, I'm Ed Durant, VK2JI. Thanks, Ed. And with that, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia... This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.